right, you ready to talk about drag modeling? Yes, modern drag modeling, again, circa 2014. Right, we should, we should post a warning at the beginning of this one that if you Google drag modeling, <laughs> you're likely to get a different kind of modern. <laughs> yes, if you want to learn more, don't Google this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more fishnet on the internet than we're, than we're talking about here. Uh, but the drag modeling that we're referring to, uh, this is chapter 13 of Modern Advancements in Long Range Shooting, Volume 1. And chapter 13 is about aerodynamic drag modeling of projectiles. And uh, there's been a few shifts in this paradigm in the last 10 to 20 years. Yep. Um, starting with the G1 and G7. And I feel like I have explained that the live long day for years. I'd like to hear from your perspective, like how do you describe that to people, the difference of one and the other and which one's better and why? Um, yeah, so the difference between G1 and G7, um, it, it's kind of hard to describe it just in words because it, you know a picture is worth a thousand words in this example. Um, and if you do have the book, you can see on um, the next page, which is 198, there's a picture that kind of goes along with the explanation. But um, in short, the the G1 standard was created and is based around bullets that um, were, you know, historically commonly used. A lot of like uh, hunting bullets, you know, flat base, uh, shorter, more blunt noses. Um, that sort of thing, whereas the G7 standard was based around a boat tail, um, you know, longer secant ogive projectile. Um, and when I say the model was based around, we're talking about the, the drag model, which is the, the mock CD curve um, for these shapes. Um, and so these, you know, these standards were created you know, quote unquote, back in the day, I don't really know exactly kind of as what early time as frame. Eighteen hundreds, like yeah. pre-computer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just this is the way it was done, and um, so because of that, the G seven is a much better fit for the bullets that you know the common law or the the modern long range shooter uses, um, because it's it's a much more similar bullet, um, and what we're doing with a with a BC is we're trying to take a standard and modify it a little bit to get it to fit the bullet we're actually shooting. And so you'll get much better results if you start with something that's much closer um, because the overall shape of that curve will be a much better fit. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a good explanation. Like you said, there's only so good you can do with, with words and pictures help a lot here because the pictures show obviously. Yeah, we're talking about shapes. We're talking about similarities of shapes lining up, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to the um, the actual shape of the drag curve, you know, that kind of sweeping line that then drops off to subsonic velocities. and Yeah, I think that's where, even with pictures, I think we lose a lot of shooters when we show drag curves because mm -hmm. it's not attached to anything physical. True. And so, unless you are familiar with how aerodynamic coefficients are used to calculate forces, yep. um, it can be kind of misleading. So, the... You know, I'll, I'll try coming at it, you know, in a different way um, relating to the shapes. So the, you know, what, what it is about a shape that determines its drag at any given speed has a lot to do with the, the nose length and the profile of the nose. Yep. Uh, because the nose is what is parting the air for the bullet to come through. It's what yep. compresses the air into a shock wave. 
And as it turns out, when you're going like two or three times the speed of sound, the efficiency with which you wedge the air and compress it into a shockwave, um, that efficiency makes it drives what your drag is going to be a great deal. Yep. And likewise, on a on the base of the bullet, if you just have a flat afterbody like a, a flat base bullet, um, your drag is going to be applied. That low pressure area behind the bullet is applied to the entire bullet base. Whereas if you have a boat tail, then that low pressure suction is only applied to a smaller yep. cross-sectional area, so um, you have less drag. And all of those features of the If you're hearing this recording, it's because you're listening to a free sample of a podcast from the Science of Accuracy Academy. In order to hear the full version of this podcast and many others, go to the Science of Accuracy Academy website and subscribe.